Dane, Dane, Dane. I'm drinking. You, you're drinking. I'm drinking. We're drinking Mountain Dew. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mountain Dew, the official non-sponsor of the Until Next Week podcast, which you are listening to right now. Bartender, I'm going to need another. Drank? Yes, yes, yes. But unfortunately, the bartender is not here anymore because yeah. all of our friends have left the building. But you've not left the building because you're listening to us right now. Dane, say something crazy. It's going to smack you in the face just like this Mountain Dew smack in my mouth. Oh, oh, oh it's going to be a good episode. We hope you enjoy. And this is the Until Next Week podcast. Stay breezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. Dane. How you feeling? I have a mustache. That's how I'm feeling. You're feeling like a mustache. Yeah, because people with mustaches are just naturally cooler than others. How how cool? Well, and dare I say powers. It gives you powers. It, it gives you powers. Yeah, powers to scare people who don't normally get scared by things. I don't know if that's the mustache. Oh. I think it might just be you, Dane. <laughs> that's just my attitude. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and you know, you're saying that you uh, have the powers to scare people, but I have the power to scare you right now. No, because, you don't. yes, we just received a Venmo. For one dollar. One million dollars? One million actually yeah, one million dollars from one. Jack Holmgren, <laughs> who actually just texted me too, literally as I was saying this, and he said he better do it full send. <laughs> what should he better do? What will be a full send? Well, Dane, you need to chug your drink and do five burpees to earn the one dollar one one million dollars that Jack sent us. Five one million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point out, Jack, you already sent us this dollar. You cannot retract <laughs> it. So technically, Dane, you don't have to do this but if you don't do this i'm for the people. bad things will happen bad yeah <laughs> i i mean I, I mean this could be our, another future sponsor here's what's gonna week. happen i'm gonna finish what's in this can right here okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna get hot if yeah I do you are this, but i mean i i'm i'm a man of the people so you are a man of the people oh chug it <laughs> finish that's a horrible chug keep going keep going okay he chugged it <laughs> He's going. Don't hit your head. No, you got to go down. Okay, go. No, get up. One. Come on. Get up. Two. Let's just go. Quality content. Quality content on the Tell Next Week podcast. This is all visual. All visual content for your audio podcast. Get up. Okay. Was that actually five? Yeah, you didn't count the four. I was distracted. I hope you liked that segment. Of Dane doing five burpees and drinking his Mountain Dew in a chug form. Didn't even break his I w- consider today, like, hey, what if I actually brought stuff over so we could do a video podcast, at least clips? It would have been a good day to do it. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, but you got to hear it instead. That's true. And you got to hear my hip almost come out of place. Yeah, it was definitely worth the $1 million <laughs> that Jack sent us. Thank you from our Florida listener, our favorite Florida listener that we know of. Unless Joe's in there right now. I don't think he's in Florida. But Joe doesn't listen anyways. No, but it's okay. It's okay, okay. He's but, engaged. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going we're to talk about We're going to talk about grinding my gears. Oh! Yes. <laughs> what grinds your gears? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had the grinds my gears segment last week. We're bringing it back this week. And you have to wait until next week to hear it again. That's a pun because brought to you by p- Fiber One Bars. Because what really grinds your gears? Constipation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that what grinds your gears, Dane? Not this week. Okay. Uh, what grinds my gears? Cancel culture, just for the sake of cancel culture. And you know what? You know what's causing me to have this today? Go on. Chick Fil A had something you come cancel out. Them? No, I do not. Wow, I'm you want to cancel Chick Fil A? Cancel culture, just for the sake of cancel culture. People are trying to cancel. 
Chick-fil-A. Because the other day, someone who's worked at their company for like three years tweeted <laughs> something just about their diversity and inclusion like statement or policy, which like every big company has. Yeah. And for whatever reason, people are like, oh my word, they just hired this guy. We got to cancel him. This is horrible. And like, he's been there three years and there's literally nothing wrong with the statement that he had. Like, what? what is your deal? I think these are people... Who literally just do not They're bored. read. They don't read anything. Well, they just see read? like a keyword and like, nope, not going there ever again. This is so bad. We gotta cancel it. I'm like, you cannot cancel the Lord's chicken. The only thing wow. that can cancel the Lord's chicken is Sundays because they're closed. <laughs> but besides that, that's the only thing that can hold it's them the down. Holy day. <laughs> do you wanna know how I'm canceling them right now? Please tell me. I went to get breakfast there this morning because they deserve every single one of my pennies. You mean because you have a problem? No, they have really good food. I really like it. I'm not addicted, but right. it could be addiction. And I'm not addicted to fantasy football. Okay, maybe I am addicted. <laughs> um, but yeah, just cancel culture for the sake of cancel culture. Just cancel things that are worth canceling. Don't cancel things just for the sake of canceling things. Yeah, cancel things like um, ice cream trucks and neighborhoods. Okay, okay. Cancel things like Andy's frozen custard. Nope. No. I hate Andy's. Stop. No. Andy's, if you want to be a sponsor, we'll take your money. Yes, <laughs> we will. We will. Andy's frozen custard is actually delicious. But I'm never eating that. I want to cancel Dane's opinions on these cancelable items. I hate Andy's. It's overpriced. I have to eat outside like a livestock. <laughs> What's wrong with eating outside? I don't want to eat outside. It's hot. It's You sit in your car. I don't want to sit in my car. Okay. You know what happens in the car? Bad things. Bad things. Bad things. It's still bad warm things. and it's melting everywhere. Next thing I know, people aren't being responsible in the back seat. And then <laughs> what's the, happening in your back seat? There's just more than two people in the car, so they're in the back seat, and now they're spilling their things everywhere. Okay, okay, and, okay, okay. Or they're children, and they don't. Dude, I care hate about when people me. spill their children just <laughs> all over too. the car. That too. <laughs> yeah, um, Dane. But I. What actually grinds your gears? You know what really grinds my gears? I want to know what gets up in your gears. Is ESPN. I'm tired of ESPN because... Espen? I, yeah, Espen, if you okay, will. Okay, okay, Espen. Which, I saw a TikTok the other day that perfectly demonstrated what ESPN's all about right here. Okay. And it's the fact that they latch on to these like stories, but then... They're will, a news agency. Well, I know, but just one specific type of news story. Okay. And will run it into the ground. Okay. And this TikTok the other day was... This person being like, ESPN be like, so the Miami Heat make it to the NBA Finals or will be taking on the Denver Nuggets. But in other news, LeBron James, how does this affect his legacy? <laughs> okay, I just want to say, like, it. the reason they do this is yeah. because it gets engagement. That's yeah, the I don't whole care. point of a media company like that yeah. is to get engagement, to make money, etc. Whenever they post about yeah. LeBron James you have more comments than any other posts because people are engaging with it because they're either like, I completely agree, or like, oh, LeBron James is so bad. He's does, et cetera. He's like the 12th best player ever. <laughs> Michael Jordan's way better. I don't, LeBron should retire. He's, he got swept. <laughs> he's horrible. This destroys his <laughs> legacy. Dude, he's 38. Like most guys were, were not on, into like, the legacy welfare by then. <laughs> like, come on. He said on welfare yes. by then. <laughs> oh, is that the right, right terminology? No. Oh, saying it. ARP, what what is it? AARP. Is that what it is? Sorry. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Samuel hates people on No, that's I, I said the wrong term. <laughs> this is how you get canceled, right? That here. was bad. I meant to say whatever retirement people have. Yeah, AARP. 
or yeah. just drawing your retirement. Yeah, ARP, <laughs> ARP. If you Most will. of the players are on ARP by then. LeBron James is still putting up 30 points. With I'm pretty sure you can't retire until you're 65. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. It's, it's yeah. part of the illusion of all of this, you know. I said most people aren't really right. doing much. That's but LeBron true. is. People on the internet, that's, that grinds my gears too because they don't listen, or and this goes back to your point too on cancel culture, mm-hmm. they don't listen or read or care to do four seconds worth of research. Yeah. Like if they had just went and read the statement that Chick-fil-A made, they'd be like, oh, sounds cool. Yeah. Or if they had like would just spend five minutes like researching like what ESPN's really taking a stance on, they would be like, oh, I actually don't care. We should move on to something else. Like, they are just hot take artists anymore. They don't care about being right or telling you the truth. They're just like, they start telling things or like making statements to get those clicks to get people to be mad. And it started with Max Kellerman saying he'd rather have Eagle Dollar over Curry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just, that's when I was done with ESPN talk shows, just in general. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not listening to these anymore. I'm not watching these anymore because nobody in their right mind believes that. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want to bring up it's funny that you mentioned, so you mentioned ESPN and then you go to their talk shows because yeah. I do have some interesting news for you. Oh, no. You know, uh, the show First Take. Yeah. With uh, Shannon Sharp. That's well. This or is wait. first take is with Stephen A. Oh, which one's the one with uh, Shannon Sharp and, uh, and other guy? Skip. Skip. That's on FS1, but it's called. Um, oh, that's not on ESPN anymore. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, so okay. Fox Sports has their own rival company now. With okay. ESPN. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So like Colin Cowherd's on Fox Sports. Okay. Things like that. Nick Wright is whatever. Okay. Well, on their debate show, it's Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. And I just want to let you know that our friend who gave us a dollar, our sponsor, yes, that mm-hmm. sponsor, because he gave us a dollar, we will talk about him right now. Uh-oh. He wanted to point out that we are very much, again, he's listened to our podcast. He just caught up. He's right. listened over about two weeks and listened to all 22 episodes, soon to be 23 when this releases. Facts. And he wanted me to let you know that I am the Shannon Sharp to your Skip Bayless because he said usually my opinions are usually well thought out and reasonable and you're just saying anything that comes to your mind, how crazy it might be. And that is why you are Skip Bayless. And one other follow-up on that. It's funny because he told me that and then he got to the point in episode 18 where you specifically said, I am not Skip Bayless. <laughs> I'm not Skip Bayless. Like doesn't like he goes up there every day in his LeBron, uh, uh, shoe, or not LeBron, his LeBron hate and his Jordan shoes. And so it sounds like spew you hate. currently because you mentioned earlier. Ah, oh, they just keep posting stuff about LeBron. They do. You are Skip Bayless, Dane. Here's the thing. So. Do Skip and I have similarities? Of course, we're both. Do cow- Shannon and I are we both former professional college athletes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So I mean, we both have similar features. Um, <laughs> you know, you don't need to go this route, but I think I just really resonate with Shannon Sharp, and you resonate with Skip Bayless. Well, Skip and I are both Cowboys fans. He mm-hmm. likes Diet Mountain Dew. What? Which is whatever. You are the same person, and he also hates LeBron, loves Jordan. <laughs> You're the same person. That's what we're saying. But you want to know the big kicker of this what that I heard it? this week about what that specific it? show? Oh, what happened? <laughs> They're this breaking time? up. Oh yes, yeah. I think uh, they paid out Shannon Sharp. Yeah, he I, wanted out. Yeah, because Skip is one of the worst human beings. Like around. Thank he, you. He's, yeah. <laughs> and that is why I think you, Dane, are Skip Bayless. Retweet. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the same reason that, uh, going blank on his name, Steven. Steven. Why he left, I think, Stephen because a. he just couldn't deal with all the craziness of Skip Bayless. Well, you go back to some of like the clips and the takes that he just has on there. Whoa, and- whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying 
Steve, oh no, Skip Bayless, you say LeBron is not the best ever. Oh, you have him number nine? What? No, I think he's number nine no, all the time. he's not good. He's not better whoa, than... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to get up here and leave. And then he does get up and yeah. leave. Oh, my word. And then he said the stupid thing that one time to Shannon where he literally just said he was a bad player or yeah. whatever else. Like, he that was played tough. professional sports, and you're just here talking to him. You should yeah. be grateful you even have this opportunity. Like, it's I, so... Yeah. I will they, say... Their egos are so ridiculous. Yeah. You, you can't admit you're wrong ever. No, kind of thing. it's it's so dumb. But I will say one thing that I don't like is JJ Redick on. He's I think he's on first take now. But yeah. he'll say stuff and he'll just be like, "No, no, Stephen, you didn't play. You don't know." That is stupid it's, too. It's taking both sides. You can't yeah. just say because I played, I know everything, or because yeah. I didn't play, I should know everything. Like there is yeah. a medium. Like you can have good opinions and not have ever played. Yeah, I would probably lose my job on that because I would be like... The Cowboys are the best ever. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Dak Prescott is a comp... Like a, he's a com, not complacent. He's a competent quarterback. <laughs> I would bring up... I would like reverse engineer his own point against mm-hmm. him all the time. I'd mm-hmm. be like, well, you never play football, so you don't know, JJ. Oh. <laughs> or anytime we talk basketball, I'd be like, well, do you want to hear my opinion or do I not know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, of course, the writers would be like, oh, you can't say that, man. And I'd like, be like, I just did. Well, but I we, we yeah. wrote on there that you wouldn't say that. Yeah. We but, can't have a debate if you just discredit mm-hmm. my every point it's, by it, saying that I never played, so I don't, I'm don't. i not entitled to an opinion. It, this, uh, I'm not going to go down this route, but this <laughs> is like in so many different aspects of life where it's like, if you aren't this or haven't mm-hmm. done this, you can't have yeah. an opinion on this. Yeah. You can take that as you want. I'm not going <laughs> to go down this route. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, you still can have opinions and you yeah. still can have correct opinions. Facts. Um, that's Trey Kennedy's podcast I listen to sometimes, Correct Opinions. Not yeah. a sponsor of the pod. But friend of the pod. Yeah, friend of the pod, sort of. Sort because of. Trey or Jake Triplett is on Correct Opinions. He is a friend of our pod. He mentioned the he mentioned that I had a podcast once on his podcast, Ghost Runners Podcast, but he didn't say the name. I thought he would. It's okay. So he said Samuelson, who has a podcast. You check it out. I'm like, well, how, how are they going to find it, Jake? How are they check it out? I don't know. But Jake, it's are okay. you listening? Yeah, maybe one of these days, but it's okay. I Whenever I wrote him a review on his podcast, I mentioned that we had a podcast, but mm-hmm. I also put, you don't have to read this part, so it's kind of on me. I could have self-promoted Samuel. myself more. I know. But we I thought, could be in the cabillions right now. I listeners. know. I know. But I just thought he would say it anyway. But <laughs> he did mention I had a podcast, but I need to find a way to promote myself better as well. You know what really deserves a correct opinion? What is that? If there should be objections in weddings. <laughs> I object. I object. Do you actually want to say that again? Because it might have uh, gone over. <laughs> so what needs a correct opinion is... Why are there no more objections at weddings? I don't know. This is on like all, it's still on like TV shows, so it has to be true. true. And I've only ever seen it on TV shows. I, yeah, I don't know if it actually ever was a thing, but like yeah. when they have the wedding, they're like, hey, are, does anyone object from like this union? And usually, I mean, in shows, a lot of times people will say, yes, I object. <laughs> but I've been in plenty of weddings or been to plenty of weddings, why don't they ask this anymore? I think it can make it kind of spicy. It would, it would make it much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think uh, you went to a wedding. Did you go to a wedding the other day? 
When? Or, or no, that was Lane. I Lane went to, to a wedding. He went to a wedding today. Yeah, and I was asking him about it, and he was like, no, there's no objections. And I'm like, I think it would be kind of interesting if like one of the best men was like, I object. Oh I got to know this lady pretty well, and I think I have a chance. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Me reaches into my bag and pulls out popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like that could make for some good content, which is about all weddings. You want good content. They always make like the, the not the documentaries, but the wedding videos. True. Have some objections in there. The Get some interviews. The officiant then turns into a ring uh, official yeah, and you start ding, fighting. Ding, ding. Here we go. In this in corner. This corner. <laughs> <laughs> Standing a five foot eight. One of his third best say. men known him since middle school. <laughs> yes, the objector. Dane Beesmeyer. I would never do that. That'd <laughs> no. be incredibly awkward. And if I haven't won her over by then, then it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't, I'm not in the business of stealing ladies anymore. No, you're not Mr. Steal Your Girl anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, you just I, have your missions. Which one are you on, by the way, you said? I don't know. You're not on Chief's Kingdom, are you? Not for realsies. <laughs> okay, because I know whenever I talk to fan of the pod, Michael Fuller, um, at Canica, like a few weeks ago, he was asking me, "Hey, which which mission is Dane on again?" I'm like, "There's too many to count. I don't. There, there's know. not too many to count. The one I'm kind of on now, mm-hmm. like, uh, is called I'm try- Mission I, Taylor Swift. Well, I got to come up with a name for it now. Yeah, it's Operation. Well, I don't want to call it that. Is there new movements I don't know about? I don't know about kind most of. of them. Okay, kind of. Do you want to say her name on the pod? No. <laughs> Does she listen to the pod? You no. Know what to say? <laughs> I'm not sure she knows that we have a pod. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of disappointing. So if you're listening to the pod, you are not on Dane's mission list. It's Operation Breaking Dane's One Rule. Ooh. Because <laughs> I've always had one rule of dating ever since I was like in middle school. Yeah, it has to be a woman. And this... W- <laughs> I'm not going this route. Not going this route. Sorry. Keep going. Keep I mean, going. yes. But yeah. also, <laughs> I can't... I can't really tell you the the, the well, rule. I, I could okay because the rule is uh, gingers can't date other gingers. So, if other words, if you're a ginger <laughs> and listening, there's a decent chance Dane's going after you. And, even if you're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty wow. sure she doesn't listen to the pod. Okay, pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. This will be interesting. Everything's a greater than zero chance. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So wow. If you're listening, it's probably you. <laughs> yeah. You got red hair. Yeah. It's you. It's because it's kind of weird because if you're two redheads dating each other, people are like, oh, are your parents redheaded? Like, you guys are mm-hmm. clearly siblings. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, no, actually, this is my lady friend here. Yep. She's also my and, cousin, but. And I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff Fox really had a great joke one time. What is that? They were. He said he was in New York one time and they he was with a buddy and they go, why does everybody from the South married to the cousin and has seen a UFO? Mm-hmm. And he said, well... Hell, I, I, he said, well, hell, I'm only dating my cousin. I couldn't have swore it wasn't a weather balloon. <laughs> Dang it. He's like, so everybody in the South is not married to their cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, fun fact, it is illegal to marry your cousin in Alabama, but not in New York. In New York, it's completely legal. That is a little crazy. You got to ask yourself why that is. Okay, okay. Why is that? Because it's not a problem in New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I see. I see yeah. why that could be an issue. If you're I in see Alabama, why that could I be an issue. Yeah, <laughs> not you don't apologize too much. You're right, just enough. But here's the thing: I think you should have objections at weddings. Yeah, I think it would make it more interesting. Just for the, I mean, it gives the officiant something else to do. Or you could have an official person who's not the officiant be like, "Are there any objections?" Yeah, you have the object objections guy. 
<laughs> Dang it. And then they're like, everybody, like, if there's multiple people that raise their hand, they bring out a little like podium for Calls them. on them. Yeah, like, okay, why do you object to this union? It's like a forum. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a city council meeting. Yeah, a city meeting. council <laughs> meeting. It's like, and then there's this, uh, there's some crazy stuff being said. And it's like, what? I'm what just worried about the structure of the house that they're moving mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. and how it's going to affect my property values. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who invited you? Well, I heard there was an open question forum, so that's why I showed up. panel. I had objections. But the way I see it is like... The people who had objections would not get invited to the wedding. That, but also, I got nothing to hide, for one, and Mm -hmm. for two, if she's going to leave me for some floozy in the audience, then she wasn't loyal to begin with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, here we are. What if they ask, like, are there any objections in, like, the groom or bride raises her hand oh boy that's when it could get real interesting <laughs> that's when i need to call a full time out talk to my team on the sideline Be like what's happening what's happening is it is this planned am i being punked right now i d- <laughs> where where's the cameras where's the cameras guys this is really not funny <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but uh hopefully we bring back objections and weddings or just the asking of objections maybe Hopefully, there aren't many objections at weddings. The only thing I would really have an objection to mm-hmm. is not selling your Swifty era ticker. Era Swift ticker. I'm sorry, guys. I, he, he chugged his drink earlier. I am on my second due. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, not selling your Swifty era's ticket, era's tour ticket for $20 million. Okay. As I heard a Swifty turn it down. I don't think this is a real thing. I think it was real. <laughs> okay. Do you want to give us some background context? So it didn't seem like a real offer, but there's mm-hmm. another An podcast. Hypothetical. It hypothetical. was a hypothetical offer. But there's another podcast. They usually do sports, but they had this one lady on. They were asking her like a bunch of questions. And they said, would you sell your Eras ticket? Eras tour ticket. Come on, spit it out. Sorry, I'm illiterate. Your Eras tour ticket for $20 million. She mm-hmm. said no. And I'm like, they're all like, what do you mean? And I was also like, what do you mean? And then she's like, I get more fulfillment and joy out of going to that than I ever would with $20 million. You're stupid. All of the dudes <laughs> stood up and go, are you kidding me? You set yourself up, your husband up, your kids, your grandkids up for years, decades. I'm telling you right now, if they even offered her, I think, $10,000, yeah. like they literally like, hey, here, here it is. I think she would take it. Yeah. Because they, again, you can't just obviously in this scenario just take the money, then buy another ticket for like $1,000 or $1,500 or whatever. Yeah. You got to play it out where that's not an option. But if you're getting, I think, like ten grand, I would say a high majority of people would sell the ticket. Yeah. If you're getting $20 million and you don't take it, you're stupid. You're, you're so stupid. Your significant other has to just be losing their mind right now. Like if you yeah, don't take that. How would you look your significant other in the face if they're coming home to yeah. work just like over and over like I hate my job, I hate my life. <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. Like how yeah. was your concert? <laughs> hey, by the way, I had an opportunity to change our lives forever and our family's lives forever. Mhm. But I turned it down. Yeah, I think in those scenarios, the husband should have an objection. Like, Man. yeah, I object. Sell the ticket. Put that in the clause of the marriage. <laughs> yeah, that is so, so dumb. If you ever turn down any $20 million for anything that is ethical, then we should reevaluate what's going on here. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. You would have to be crazy, crazy rich. Or it would have to be a crazy... Yeah. It, basically, you have to be crazy rich to turn down $20 million yeah. for like... In literally anything. Yeah, if we had $20 million right now, first off. We would still be doing this podcast. I would have served you dinner while we were before with the podcast. No, you wouldn't have. You would have had Lane do it. You would have paid him. 
That who? Lane. Why would I pay Lane? To make us dinner. I'm going to get our own chef. What do you mean? <laughs> I thought that was going to be Lane. No. <laughs> okay, okay. Lane can't cook. He's just smart. <laughs> <laughs> he is a smart guy. He, he can is cook a smart too. guy. He made salmon the other night. And sometimes he makes me spaghetti. That's nice. <laughs> That's so sweet of him. And you don't even have to pay him. I don't. He, I mean, I pay him in comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did I tell you my HR person at work? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to come across this table. <laughs> My HR what? person at work said, quote, Dane, your talents are wasted here. <laughs> are, does He listens to the podcast, doesn't she, he? She does? She does not. But she gets all of my content for free at work. Okay. She goes, yeah, you're the comedic relief for sure. And I'm like, what yeah. Is, what does she want you to do She then? wants me to be a comedian. <laughs> oh, seriously? I thought, yeah. okay. Well, and I, and I tell everybody this. It's different. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you have a scripted thing that you get up on stage and just say to people, that's different than what I do. I f- feed and roll off of people. Yeah. I have some witty th- like comebacks to mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. That, things that are hilarious, yeah. but that I've gained over time. Yeah. But like I don't have a script that can go up on stage and be like, so, airline food, how about <laughs> that, huh? <laughs> 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 Sammy's choking. I'm sure I could if I wanted to, but also it's, I don't know. Man. I think your crowd work would be pretty good. It, it, yeah, playing with the crowd would be fun. You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's, what, that's not even a joke. What? Yeah, but you are. What are you mad about? <laughs> well, the show hasn't even started yet. I'm just your manager in the back. Yeah, you're ugly. It's like, what? You're ugly. Uh, man, Dude. man, man. But yeah, uh, I, okay. Yeah. I underswam. 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 I understand the Swifties. Oh my gosh! I don't understand. I understand the Swifty hype. I don't. And I understand wanting to go to the concert, but if you're turning down twenty million dollars, you're dumb. Yeah, it it's unbelievable because you could if you get that twenty million dollars. First off, buy another ticket, which we have to play it out where you can't. No, do you can't. Whatever. But fine, go to any others like Taylor Swift tour ever. Get VIP passes. Meet Taylor. <laughs> you can't pay to meet her. I don't know how this works. Yeah, I've yeah. You got to gotta be pretty much either super famous I am. to meet her or Work you have her. to just get really lucky and get selected to meet her. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's lame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it'll be easy in the future when she's our overlord. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it one day. Yeah. We're close. I saw a TikTok where it said, it's the year 2048. Yeah. Sw- uh, our overlord swift took mm-hmm, over four mm-hmm. years ago and her army of swifties have encapsulated everybody who refuses to not sing her songs every day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's gonna be the national anthem it will be the national anthem I'm kind of looking forward to it though no d- wait don't say i didn't say i didn't warn ya. okay you can't keep singing because then it'll be copyrighted because your voice is identical to taylor stain i mean i get that and it's not my fault that i should be the next one on tour Okay. Yep. You're to be the new opener for Taylor Swift, which we don't need to get into that more now. We can wait until next week to discuss it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? We will not wait until next week to discuss flies. Nope. We are actually going to talk about our Pixar movie draft. Yes. There have been roughly 20 to 30 Pixar movies, I think. Something like that. Yeah, that came out. I had them all pulled up. Yep, and uh, we decided there are some that are better than others. And right now, we are going to rank, and you could say draft our top picks. Yes, our top four picks on what we think are the best Pixar movies of all time. 
Here's what we're thinking. Okay. I'm going to ask Cyrus. Cyrus, what, yep. What number I should be. If I'm one, then I go first. If I'm two, then I go second. Okay, that makes sense. Siri, pick a number between one and two. The answer is two. Okay. Son of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I get the first overall pick of this Pixar draft. You know what? I'm this is great because I have the best pick. You cannot beat this with number one overall the pick is in. I select The Incredibles Ah! with the number one Pixar movie of all time. I thought you were gonna go Toy Story. Hey, don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, the Incredibles is the best one. You know do you know why that is? It is my number two. Yeah it's number one though. Don't get ahead of yourself. Stop stop (laughs) Um, the Incredibles came out in 2004 and it was just a different vibe of movie. Like it went the whole superhero route, but Pixar did just so well. And like so many unique different storylines, um, it's a family of superheroes instead. Well, yeah. And then they all get in trouble for being super. So they have to go like in hiding. And of course the dad is like, I still want to relive my glory days. And they're like, (laughs) no, Bob, you can't. No, it's like, I'm going to go under, under you. And uh, get my suit back and start uh, beating up people, you know? Ooh, big question for you, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blue Mr. Incredible or red Mr. Incredible? Red. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Blue. Okay, you can do whatever you want. You're nostalgic. You're kind of in the the old times. Blue's way cooler. You also like Michael Jordan more, so we know you like the old stuff. The blue suit was way cooler. It was really cool, but I I just, when I think of Mr. Incredible, I think red. Well, yeah, but blue suit was just better. Okay, they both were very solid. But the red had more features, which were pretty dope because of Edna mode. What features? Uh, I know. Well, I mean, she went through the... I don't know what the, actually his suit had, but I know like yeah. the other ones, like they were like fire resistant or could yeah. like stretch as far as Explosion you can, baby. Resistant. Or can turn invisible or whatever else. Yeah, that's true. So the red had a lot more features. I would say his one specifically. He had the tracking in his. Yeah, very unfortunate. That Yeah, it kind of hurt him. <laughs> so maybe the blue was better. See? Yeah. But also just with Incredibles, they waited so long to do a sequel, and that's because the first one was extremely successful, and they didn't want to just throw out a story quickly, so they waited like 15 years before doing a sequel, and then they made it, and it honestly wasn't super great, but it's still nostalgic. I liked it. It just wasn't anywhere close to the first one, which is why they didn't do a sequel in the first place, yeah, because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like the mind control, and mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "This is overplayed and not yeah, interesting." Yeah. But overall, very solid movie. I had no other thoughts on what my number one pick would be. Incredibles is number one. I am number one. What is your number one? <laughs> Do I get two picks here? Yeah, you get back to back. Perfect. So, and these are the two I really wanted, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I'm going to take is not Toy Story. Toy Story is not in my top ten. Wow. <laughs> But it's Cars. Dang it. Okay, 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 okay. Cars is beautiful. It's got an incredible soundtrack. Ah, that's what I literally put. Yeah. I had Cars and I put soundtrack in parentheses. (laughs) Well, Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts. It's so good. Beautiful. Also, you have like an awesome storyline where Mm -hmm. he goes from arrogant, number one hot shot dude Mm -hmm. that we see like play out all the time in the real Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. And then he starts to understand the common folk and the hard work that they do and the fact that they have headlights and he doesn't. Hot take. It is Pixar's version of a Hallmark movie. Which one? Yeah. Oh, you the mean cars? Like, okay. Because you know, in the Hallmark movies, they're always like, oh, "I'm a hot shot from New York, and I'm just coming back to a small <laughs> town for whatever." Oh, I found this hunk of a man who's a <laughs> farmer. I'm going to leave all of this for them. 
Same <laughs> idea. Then keep going. Kind of. But also, if you're somebody out there driving right now, do not turn right to go left. <laughs> that, that was a lie to you in hey, the movie. <laughs> it, yeah. He just had to get in his head a little bit. Oh, my goodness. He got to <laughs> humble him. Like, hey, you got to go left? Turn right. Well, well, something also I like as a huge sports fan, of course, mm-hmm. is the like drawback to history and respecting like kind of the people who came before mm-hmm. you. In the, the piston cup, the winners. piston cup, and the Hudson Hornet. He did one his cup. Like, wow, this is yeah, yeah, <laughs> he did yeah. What his cup? Take yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, things like that were just really cool. And of course, Toe Mater was funny. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson is mm-hmm. awesome in that movie. Wow, wow. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah, Cars, fantastic movie. I like sports, and he won. So, okay, fantabulous. My number two. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you're gonna have this in your top four. Yeah, I bet you. I probably do, but say it. Ratatouille. Nope, not there. Not in my top <laughs> 10. Okay. I'm not happy. in your top 10. No, no. Keep going, though. Ratatouille is beautiful. It's a young man who's a rat. <laughs> he teaches uh, this It's guy. a young man who's a rat? I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the main character in that movie, who's the human, he's like just kind of a screw up and a mess up, and then he has a rat that is on his head and helps him cook. Somehow the rat knows how to cook. Mm-hmm. But it's a rat who's fam- like he never fit in with his family and like he always wanted to do just something different than the way that things have always been done. Do you see yourself in that rat? I see myself as misunderstood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like uh uh whatever his name is in that. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> care that much. But yeah. Remy. Oh, you're talking about Remy. Remy okay. the rat. Remy the rat. I don't remember the human's name. Yeah, who cares? It's about Remy. But and then it's also like, hey, we got to pull together for this critic to come here, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he changes his mind on the whole thing because he draws back in the nostalgia and the trauma from his childhood of yep. the ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. And it's just layers, layers, literally in the ratatouille, mm-hmm. and then literally in the movie. And I like it a lot. Okay, good second pick. I, I mean, I respect that. I mean, Pixar <laughs> as a whole has very solid movies, except for the recent ones. Yeah, some of the recent ones are iffy, which I don't think we picked many of those. Um, Dane is shaking his drink. He's shaking, not stirred type of guy. That's true. I have Mountain Dew and whiskey glasses currently. Yes, yes, yes. Um, for my number two overall pick, I'm choosing Finding Nemo. Yes, the movie Ooh. that preceded um, The Incredibles came out in 2003. Huh. And I think... It's that old? Yeah, it was 03. 20 years old? I mean, that was 03. Incredibles was 04. Wow. Finding Nemo is just like the visuals throughout that movie, like being underwater is so cool. And then you see Nemo early in the movie, goes out and he touches the butt. Um, <laughs> Dang it. That is an iconic moment in that movie. Just like, Nemo, do Don't not touch. touch that boat. And he, and he just like pulls out his fins, taps it. It's like, <laughs> he touched the butt. Nice. Iconic, icon- especially as a six-year-old watching that. The I horse. love him touching that butt. Uh, of the boat, of the boat, of the boat. <laughs> but literally just the whole movie, it's just like there's so many iconic scenes. You got Bruce. Oh, um, you fish Bruce, friends, friends, not food. food. And then you got Darla, who's just a crazy girl. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, who like kills all the fishies. Fishy! And then you got... Um, Darla was, is my sister, actually. Uh, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. Lindsay is much that way. I mean, she would have been about the same age probably as Darla at the same time the movie came out. Yeah, 2003. Mm-hmm, Lindsay mm-hmm. would have been five. So, yeah. And Darla looked pretty young. Five-ish, So, probably yeah. around the same age. Look at that. And then you got, I think it was Gil, who's really mysterious and has like the scars Ooh. on his eyes. Like, whoa. Where's who's, that from, this Gil? guy? And then, I like li- the seagull the just, best. Yeah, you got. And then uh, there's other characters <laughs> just throughout. Pelican, not and then you got uh, who's who's the turtle? Uh, Crush. Crush. Oh, dude. 
Dude, we're going down to R95, dude. And you take a ride, and then you do a little spin, and you're good, dude. Give me some spin. Noggin. (laughs) Dude. Such, there's so many quotable moments. And then you got Dory, obviously. You got Marlon. Dory was annoying. It, it, Marlon but, was a buzzkill. And then, <laughs> wow, it was still just such a quality movie. It got kind of emotional. It, the whole movie's emotional because Pixar likes doing that with you. And then at the very beginning, they have like, hey, all your family's dead. Congratulations. Besides this one who now has a disability. So Facts. here we go. Um, I did see a weird theory the other day. Um, and it was basically like, because I think they called Nemo... Like Nemo. Yeah, Nemo. Apparently that means like nothing or none. Hmm. So there's a theory that um, Marlon... I saw that. That is Marlon, right? It's PTSD, yeah. Yeah, and it's like actually his entire family died and this is all going on in his head. Right. Like, I don't think that makes for as sweet of a story. Well, sure. Um, But that's like saying that Scar wasn't the rightful king of Pride Rock. Yeah, but we're not going down this route. That's Disney. (laughs) We're not going down this route. Um, but yeah, it, it has a quality soundtrack. This is a fun movie from the beginning to the end. You have some very sweet moments. Then you have Ellen DeGeneres before she, um, what's she in that? She's Dory. She's Dory. Yeah. That's before she started like abusing her coworkers. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not good, but that was before, hopefully that was before that happened. It was before she was caught, but well, yeah, certainly quality quality movie and then also just because i have that swimming background it just makes it more unique to me i had finding nemo at number eight on my list okay thanks for sharing (laughs) um for my number three pick originally it was going to be cars and you took it so i'll go a different route i'm gonna go with toy story 2 Ooh. um toy story as everybody knows you better know story about toys toy story was the movie that started it all for pixar um, and that could have easily been in my How's top. Toy Barn? Yeah, it could have been, well, not Toy Story. Toy Story could have oh. easily been one of our top picks because it started all. It had Buzz, Woody, et cetera. But Toy Trash Story movie. 2, I think, um, like the graphics got much better, I think, from the first one. But then you just add other characters into the mix. So, yes, you yeah. have Buzz, you have Woody. They're kind of more established. Um, but then you also have, like, Jesse. And then you have... And that romance. Yeah. <laughs> Which it doesn't end up that way if you keep watching our Toy Story movies. R.I.P. Because Woody likes Bo Peep. Who's, oh, the... Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. Now you remember? The the shepherdess? Yes, yes. The shepherdess. That's who he likes. <laughs> I said it. But again, it, it's just... There's so many unique parts, I think, <laughs> of that movie... Um, you get like two different storylines you have while like Woody is on his own with like all these new toys trying That's to true. break out of this, uh, guy who's trying to sell them to like Prison. a Chinese company, a Chinese collector. Hate it when that and happens. then you have Buzz and all his other friends who are trying to find a way to rescue him. Then you get Zerg into the mix. Who's that? That's the villain. That's like a Buzz Lightyear's villain. I and think I he, that. Yeah. And then he's going, uh, he breaks out of like the store whenever they run out of a store and then he like attacks... Um, rah, rah. <laughs> he uh, he tries to attack um, Buzz on top of like the elevator, and it gave like really big Star Wars vibes yeah. for obvious reasons. And he's like, Max. "I am your father," or You're something. <laughs> and then yeah, there was the whole breakdown and everything else. But there's just again, just a lot of quality characters, quality moments. It was the best Toy Story movie. Um. Again, like all the Toy Story movies are amazing, but I think for me personally, Toy Story Two is one of the most iconic ones. It was 
came up when I came up growing up. I think it was like the late nineties, early two thousands. I think it was Oh one. I don't know. Um, and yeah, it, it's, I don't know. This is a quality movie. Rex, the slinky dog and Mr. Potato head are the only good ones in that movie. Mrs. Potato head. She was funny, but not good. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Wait, was Mr. Po- Did he just call him Mr. Potato Head? In that yeah, movie? I think Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head, if you don't put your ears back on, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's just it's, the the characters more are more established in that movie, and it just makes for a great overall adventure. And that's why I have it as my number three overall pick. Dane, who are you picking for your final two? So in the number three spot, I'm going to take Shawshank Redemption. That's not Pixar, <laughs> oh, Dane. Oh, oh, That's okay. not Pixar. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, then I'm just going to go with Monsters, Inc. instead. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Did you have Toy Story 2 in your top picks? Not even close. I almost flip-flopped it, and I was like, maybe I should go Monsters, Inc., and then go the Toy Story route. And yeah. I hate that I didn't. Uh, dang it, Dane. Explain why you like this great movie. I had none of the Toy Stories in my top 10. Yeah, after you told me the Toy Story 1 was not in your top 10, yeah. I figured it probably... Ah, I didn't think you'd go Monsters, Inc. Okay. Toy Stories suck. But yeah, I'm picking Monsters, Inc. just because it's not like some of those basic movies that they do nowadays. It's different. It's not like, oh, we're going to remake The Little Mermaid. We're going to remake Mulan and make it like you horrible and not as great. two Disney movies. Well, or Pixar. They, Pixar. Yeah, but those movies suck, except for Mulan is great. <laughs> Pixar, come on. <laughs> you want to talk about a soundtrack? Mulan. Oh, my word. Anyways. <laughs> Focus. Why do you like Monster Zing? Monster Zing is great because it's different. They go to another realm, and like scaring the kids is good. It makes us money. Mm-hmm. And then... They learn at the end that laughter is actually three times the producer and the conductor that mm-hmm. uh, fear mm-hmm. and screaming is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it took them the entire movie to get there and bring down a whole corporation of people. Boo! And I'm like, yeah, boo the little child who <laughs> was a narc and trying to get them in trouble. Kitty. Yeah, they should have left her wherever she mm-hmm. was at. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hey, we're going to leave you with Randall. Yeah. They're yeah. going <laughs> to. Hey, Randall was just a good old union boy. <laughs> who wanted, it's like, hey, if I have to suck the light out, life out of a kid for my job, I'll do it. Yeah. Hey, that, he was a company man. And yeah. <laughs> a lot of people probably who only read like headlines to articles would probably love that guy. Well, let's look about the life lessons from Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. You go mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. the grain, it is going to be really bad for you for a while. You might make it out, but if you were Randall and put your nose to the grindstone, you're going to I be- would capture a thousand kids before I let this place go under. See, mm-hmm. That's what the owner of the company wanted. So Mr. Waternoose? <laughs> Is that I think that was his name? Uh, and of course, it was Water Noose. He wanted to kill people. Is it Noose? I th- I'll look it up as you keep on explaining why you like Monsters Inc. That's crazy, but it, it's a little different in the dynamic between Sully and the Green Dude, Mike Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> it is Henry J. Water Noose the Third. Water Noose the Third. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, it's a good movie, and y'all should check it out. And then, am I correct in saying you don't have Monsters Inc. on your next list? What? Or I mean Monsters University. I I mean you can pick whoever you want. It's your last pick. Well, I was going to mention it in association with No, this I'm not one. going to pick it. Okay. I'm not going to pick it either. Um well, yeah, I'm not going to pick it either. Um because the sequel to that Monsters University, pretty solid too. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like it was okay like that, like kind of there's separate parting ways. It, it had that one iconic moment wherever they're throwing like the house party, I think. Yeah. Was that wait, was that in the movie or is that a clip afterwards? I think it was in the movie. 
I, I, where I think they threw like a major rager yeah. and I think the mom of like yeah. them just went crazy. I think that might have been a short. <laughs> I don't know if that was in the movie itself, I but <laughs> it still had a lot of iconic moments. But Either way, you know what the comparisons are for yes. this movie? Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University are just 21 and 22 Jump Street. <laughs> they kind of are. <laughs> short, little, rounded, really tall, athletic mm-hmm. guy who's mm-hmm. the main character. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go uh, to college in the second one. <laughs> well, I mean, even but it was a prequel. E- it was yeah, a prequel. I guess the university was a prequel. It explained how they made it to Monsters, Inc. That's true. Monsters, but- Inc., please hold. Monsters, Inc., please hold. <laughs> Man, but yeah, Monsters Inc. teaches you life lessons about real corporate world jobs. And mm-hmm. That's why I like it. I met John Goodman. Who did he play Sully? That's Sully. And John Goodman, Missouri State alum. He's what, been what in he several in? other great movies. Is uh, he crunk? Huh? He's not crunk. No, he's not crunk. What's oh, actually, Bruce? no, that he is crunk. John Goodman is crunk. John Goodman crunk. I want to make sure. I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm checking. Check it. Uh, yeah, uh, Kronk is John Goodman. The poison, poison, especially uh, for Kuzco. One other movie that he was in was The Big Lebowski. He was he, in Rules of Engagement, right? He was also in Roseanne, what? and then like the Flintstones. What? He was in several. He was in Hangover Part Three, I guess. What <laughs> was he in Rules of Engagement? I could check. I, I mean, guess. I don't know if this is really important. Rules it's of very engagement. Because um, he was the married dude. I don't. Oh well, he, I don't know. He might have been at some point. It was kind of hard to tell. Oh well, I also don't know that show. But he, I did meet him a few years ago at Missouri State. I was walking out of one of my classes in the <laughs> business building. And I'm like, that's John Goodman. That's a giant man with the he's a big velvety dude. voice. Very. He has a mate. He has a molasses voice. I like he's it. It's all sweet. And it's thick and tender. And you know. You know what, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got to meet him. Got a picture with him. He signed a little Your note face. for me. Uh, that'd been nice. What the note say? Uh, I mean, he signed his name and he was like, "Good luck and God bless." I'm like, huh. "Thank you, John." Did you ask him for his phone number so you could send him the podcast? I took his phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, solid guy, solid movie. Dane, fourth pick. Fourth pick. I'm gonna go a little bit against the grain here and go really old school. Okay. Bugs Life. That was not in my top picks. I'm surprised it's one of your top picks, but it is a great movie. Explain why. Well, the top four for me when it's followed, Cars, Incredibles, Ratatouille, Bugs Life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going with Bugs Life because I'm like, well, you took Finding Nemo, don't want to take Monsters University, and Incredibles 2 is on here. But it was but so Bugs Life, again, it was, it was just one of those ones I saw as a child. Yeah. And flick was a little bit different and just like kind of the weird creative ways they they depicted ants and bugs mm-hmm. as getting along in a mm-hmm. harmonious ecosystem yeah apart from the wasps and actually they were grasshoppers but wasp i feel like should be grouped in there as rude creatures yep rude creatures <laughs> and, and bees but it was just a good movie like that and just kind of a unique way that they kind of put like leaves together and water and like showing the colony and things very much kind of like a um a b movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i liked it it was a solid movie i didn't hate it it's kind of funny and then they triumph over evil once more i'm a little surprised they never made a sequel i don't know what it would have been i also don't know about afterlife yeah i don't (laughs) they're all dead they're all dead um yeah i mean actually they might have tried to make some sort of 
sequel at some point, but I don't think it was like a movie. A it might have death. It might have been like a TV show or something. But yeah, it was a quality movie. I think a lot of the original Pixar movies in general are just solid. They didn't really have a swing and a miss on a movie, except until probably like them. the little dinosaur. I think that was like yeah, circa like 2012, 2013, That was probably their first miss, and then they've had a couple others that haven't been great. Swing and a miss since then. Um, really quick, just a random movie that. Some people really love, other people hate, I think, is Wally. I had that in my honorable mentions list. I think it is a quality movie, but some people aren't huge fans of it because it is like kind of boring. It's yeah, it is a little boring. But I think it's still a good movie. Um, but for my fourth overall pick, because you did pick two of my top four with cars and monsters inc. Look at that. Um so I'm gonna go with up. I just circled that over here. Yep, it's a very quality movie. It has one of the saddest starts again. Love that. To a movie, sad it's are so great. sweet but so sad because it has the main character Carl and his wife. Oh! They meet as like kids. They get married. She gets, I think, it looks like cancer, and then she dies. And it's like what? And then like they had so many plans to have all these big adventures they could never go on. So then he still lives in the same old house because he loves like all the memories. He's yeah. very sentimental with that stuff, and I think I'm the same way in a lot of ways. And then they show like fast forward and he's basically in the middle of like New York city and there's skyscrapers everywhere, but he will not sell his house because the memories mean more to him than the money. Kind of yeah. like the girl who won't sell her heiress to her ticket, even though she doesn't have the memories. Yet. Yep. Yep. Um, and she can make so many memories of $20 million. Yeah. But they have obviously Carl and then they have, who's the little boy. You remember uh, he's a troop dude. I only watched this like a couple times cause I thought it was kind of boring too. Yeah. Oh, well, that's sad. <laughs> well, I'm not going to look up his name. It wasn't on my top 10. Um, I think they, so it was like the Boy Scout, and then he ends up like pairing up with Carl. They go on a big ride because he, Carl, decided to hook his house up to like a million balloons. Carl which, Fredrickson. Yeah, which would not carry a house, but it does in this movie, and it makes the movie better because if he had all the balloons pop out and mm. they didn't go anywhere... Be like, what are you doing? Because he was also going to get arrested for um, assaulting a man. Russell. Yeah, Russell. That was the kid's name. Is a kid. Here, snipe, you snipe, you snipe. <laughs> Dang it. Here, snipe. Wait. You got to clap three times and say was, snipe. Was hmm? he snipe hunting? Yes. Do you know that's hunting. a real thing? I think, isn't it just like a joke though? Yeah, it's like a joke. Like always a joke. Um, like you get people to go out there and they have to like quack like a duck or something. They clap clap three times. Here's here, snipe. Here's snipe. Here you go. But there's no such thing as a snipe. Yeah, <laughs> which is why he played the joke on the kid. But then they go on a big adventure. They meet a giant bird. That's a snipe. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Um, and it's just really a sweet story. And it's kind of like a big adventure they're going on. Like they're in like the middle of like the Amazon rainforest. Then there's obviously kind of like the villain who tries to kill him. It's like, what are you doing? Again. But it's just a big adventure. It's a very sweet story. A very sad start to a movie that ends very sweet. Recap our fours. Yes, our fours. So for my four picks, which are better than Dane's four picks, False. I have The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Toy Story 2, and Up. And then Dane does have Cars. Goat. Ratatouille. Goat. Monsters, Inc. Pretty good. And A Bug's Life. Awesome. Please let us know who you think had a better four picks, let us know what your top four picks would have been. You can leave us a five-star review on Spotify. And a six-minute voicemail. Yeah, you leave us a voice memo. You can do that also. We'll play it on the pod. Ask oh, us man. questions. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Anything would be great. But leave us a written five-star review on Apple Podcasts with your top picks. That would be pretty dope. Um, 
And yeah, just let us know what you think. I think we had uh, some good picks here. I used to get 20, almost 30 minute voice memos from people. Yeah. By people, I mean one person. But also, yeah. Yeah. So leave me as long as one as you want, and I might listen to it. What did you say? Leave me as long of one as you want, okay. and I might listen I, to I it. I thought it was like a all. Have you seen one? Starting to slur my words. Yeah, I'm like, the Mountain Dew is wearing off. <laughs> I'll um, drink more then. Yeah, but those are our Pixar movies that we selected. We hope you Dang. enjoyed that segment. Spilled my dew. Um, we're getting a little long, so getting I think we're going to. Yeah, we're going to probably finish up for the day. Um, and get you can't Lucy, finish up, but not goosey. Yeah, because get gooses are gooses. Gooses are mean. Yes. So we're not getting goosey. We're getting Lucy though. <laughs> um, so we're gonna end with our sponsors. Number one, you can't be beat. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> so loud. Oh my word. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm Nazareth. Will always be number one. Spoiler alert. Um, he rose from the dead. Conquered death. We can live with him for eternity if we accept him and follow him. And that's amazing. It is cool. Yes. Do you have a verse of the week you want to spout off really quick, Dane? Of course I do. Okay. And um, what I'm going to go here is I'm reading 1 Corinthians now. Mm -hmm. And so now we're in 1 Corinthians like 6. Yep. And it's talking about a lot of things really just really he's writing to the city of Corinth and he's like, Hey, these are like the things that you're doing and you should not be doing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so he's like, what is the verse? Well, it's like first Corinthians six. I'm trying to pick where to start. Cause I don't want to read the whole passage, Okay, but it's like, so if you have such cases, well, why do you lay them before those who have no standing in the church? Basically, mm-hmm. Whenever you have a disagreement with a brother or sister yep. uh, in Christ, then why are you bringing people from outside the church, unbelievers mm-hmm. specifically, to settle these issues whenever they don't hold the same values mm-hmm. as you do, which mm-hmm. they were doing this. And so he goes on, Paul, to say, I say this to I say this to your shame. Can it be there or can it be that there are no is no one among you wise enough to settle a dispute between the brothers? But brother goes again goes to law against brother and that before unbelievers. Mm-hmm. So again, he's hammering at home right there. He's like, guys, like we can settle this amongst ourselves as family mm-hmm. in house, mm-hmm. which is how it should be settled. Yeah. And, but instead they're like, no, we need to go to court. We need to go to this. And they're being all lame basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was the verse of the week. We didn't really say what verse, but it was in first Corinthians. You said it was first Corinthians six. Okay. And it was verses four through six okay four through very six. very nice number two sponsor of the week Who yes i think you're is gonna be taking you by surprise it is jake trustin art who jake trustin art yes he is an artist that goes by jake trustin you can go on his website and buy some of his amazing paintings so he can support us better so support him so he can support us that's all I got to say about him. Send him money because he will rewire it to us. He said we get 100% of the money that you send him. Yeah, so <laughs> you could also just send us the money directly as well. Also, send us mysterious packages in the mail. Whoever did that, I love you with all my heart. Exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> you, do too. You sponsored the dude today and yeah, I had two of them. I had two of them as well. So keep sending us random packages. We really do appreciate you. And if you keep this up and want to let us know as you, we might have you on the podcast if you're funny. 
Hypothetically. If you're not funny, we won't have you on. Well. <laughs> and that's a shout out to everybody listening who's not funny. You probably won't be on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm but, kidding, mostly. But hypothetically, if you were to send us some banana nut bread, that would be yeah. really cash money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama. Yeah. Um, our number three sponsor of the week. Dane, this is you. Not you, actually, but this is you going to say the number three sponsor. It's Italian Daniel. Yeah, who is Italian Daniel? He lives in my house and is my roommate, and today's his 30th birthday. Yes, and by today, we mean June 3rd. It is June 3rd, and it's his 30th birthday, and he Happy likes... Happy birthday, Daniel. He's not You're here. You're not here, <laughs> but it's if you listen to this podcast, which you don't, yeah. We're saying happy birthday to you. He so he, he's actually from Italy. That's why we call him Italian Daniel. Oh, wow, and, really? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I don't in case get, you didn't catch on, I don't want to get it mixed up over here because yeah. people have gotten it mixed up before. Yeah. They're like, why do you call him Italian Daniel? Mm-hmm. I'm like, because he's literally from Italy. But so he's at a brewery right now having a birthday drink. But earlier, Jake was like, oh. He said he wants to go to a bar downtown, and I said, have you ever met him? He's kind of more quiet, like reserved, doesn't like Mm -hmm. loud things or people, and then you want to take him um, downtown to have a drink on a Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and when he said downtown, I think Daniel was thinking more of like a brewery, not a bar. Oh, okay. (laughs) But he doesn't really know the difference. (laughs) Because he's from Italy. Because he's from Italy, where, I mean, you go drink wine and stuff, Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. normal. And so I was like, hey, I really think that a brewery would be more his speed, man. (laughs) And and also, I'm 26 years old, and going to a bar on a Saturday night sounds like the worst possible thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never really did it in the first place. That's true. I've been, and I went as, you know, 20-year-old, 22-year-old. And I hated it then, I and I really don't want to do it now. Yeah, and we don't need to get into this because right now, this isn't about us. This is about Italian Daniel. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, man. Also, we need to thank the man that saved you money, sent you to do you money, Chet Holmgren's brother, Jack. Jack Holmgren. I'm really, one of these days, you need to help us get Chet on the pod, and then if you're ever in Springfield again, maybe we you can get fight you on the pod. me. Yeah. <laughs> he would win. No, he wouldn't. He bigger. would knock you out very quickly. He no, would he flex his muscles, and then you would get blown over. I'm six foot one and tons of fun. He would beat you. He's not bigger than me. I'm the tallest male on the planet. Um, I think this is going downhill really fast. <laughs> so again, just leave us five star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Keep listening, keep doing you, and, and keep sending those. us do. Dang. Ooh, send me do, baby, because what it do, that do be do. This has been the Until Next Week be-do, podcast. Do be do. Stay breezy. 